Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. All right, I'd like to welcome Amy Bell Barroso. Am I saying that right? Is it Barroso? Is it Barroso? Barroso, yes. Barroso. (laughs) I love the way that sounds. I'm so excited to have you. You are one of the few people that I get to call client, friend, and amazing rock star in your world. And I want to hear a little bit about what you do and something that we're not going to read on your bio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. What are you not going to read on my bio? Well, let's start with what is on there because I've, I've got a magazine going. Uh, I've been an art director for the last 30 years. I've, uh, you know, I've recently been in a bit of a job search where I discovered that being 30 years in the business is probably equal to having no experience whatsoever <laughs> on the whole job front. But, you know, I think when you're starting out, you've got little experience when you're already in for a long period of time. People want like this little sweet spot in the middle. So that's how I started the magazine because I, I had to figure out what to do. But what's not on my resume is I love numerology. <laughs> that's not, I know that's not on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> I've recently, uh, well, you know, about four years ago, discovered numerology and how to work out people's names and how to work out their their birthdays and all the sort of hidden little things that are up in there. And um, and then when I look at it through my little lens of color, boom, it's just amazing. So I do those readings, which not a lot of people know. So Amy, I want to hear a little bit about, you said that you started the magazine and what prompted it, but why the magazine? Tell us a little bit about you know, why specifically the magazine and tell us about the magazine overall. Why the magazine? Well, I spent 18 years in the legal publishing industry. Mm -hmm. And I figured if I can make legal stuff look fun and interesting and creative and inspiring, then I guess I could do it with other stuff. So I publishing has been in my world since I was in my 20s. So that seemed like an easy way. I started right out of school at my dad's uh, newspaper when I was 20, and then started working with the legal publishing company for 18 years. And so it's sort of in the family, so to speak. And what, you know, I was in it in sales when I was younger. And then I was, um, then I sort of moved into the design aspect of it. And that's where everything just sort of made sense to me. So 
the vehicle of the magazine was a natural progression for me to do. The audience, the designers, the creatives, the artists, the photographers, those are my people. So I wish that I had something when I was sort of making that transition from corporate world to entrepreneur world that would would have given me a heads up about what the hell goes on in this world. Because even though my dad was an entrepreneur, I never really quite understood the struggle that he went through to try and, you know, find the next client or to come up with the next best idea and all of that stuff. So it's a constant, um, you know, you have to be constantly innovative about how you're doing business, which I mean, I am a creative person, but this took it to a whole new level. That's for sure. Wow. Well, one thing I will say, and, and we'll just say the name of the magazine. Obviously, we'll have it in the show notes, but why don't you tell us the name of the magazine? And I want to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, it's called United Colors of Design. Wonderful. And so out of my color psychology study through color mirrors, which is all these crazy little bottles you see behind me here, mm -hmm. um, there's little hidden magical messages inside these bottles. And when you bath in them, the, the energy and the color gets into your DNA and can actually like change your viewpoints on things and help you heal challenges and help you heal family and, and past life stuff. And so that study combined with the fact that I've added this into my business, my design business, which is adding a little soul into people's uh, companies. So taking their name, and doing the numerology and the color and giving them their their analysis so they can have their brand colors in their branding. Then that led to, well, let's have a conversation about color. Because in school, when I went for design, uh, there is a color psychology course. There is, you know, but it's like one course out of a whole entire session at school, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's so much more to talk about in every single color. So I wanted to do a magazine that opened a deeper conversation about color and how it impacts our uh, designs, our uh, art forms, our mood, our journey on this planet, and, you know, serve as a resource for the creative community with business support and mentorship support. And then, of course, inside it also is lifestyle because I love that, too. So we've got energy work and astrology and intimacy and all kinds of neat stuff to just balance out your world. We're talking about balance here, right, in, in work life, especially when you're an entrepreneur. So giving people that side of life as well and then the business side, the mentor side. And then in the magazine, we also feature... Uh, other artists from around the world so they can submit their work and we put in their bio we put in a write-up about their piece we put in the piece itself and um and their photo and where they're from so if anybody wants to partner with them or wants to collaborate or purchase their work it's all right there so we've actually got i think we featured almost a hundred artists from around the world in the first year Wow. And I know from just experience that it's beautifully laid out. So, so beautifully laid out, laid out. And it's very different than the average magazine. Now, you mentioned that whole collaboration piece. You know, we talk a lot about networking here. Tell us a little bit about how people, when they, if they want to participate, how can they utilize that for networking, for meeting new people, for making introductions, for being able to collaborate together? 
Well, there's two prongs to this. Mm-hmm. So we have the readership. And if they decide to um, submit a, a piece and it gets into the magazine, then they have like a portfolio piece. Um, a lot of people in the creative industry who want to get into um, a position with a company or they want to just have a portfolio of their business work, it's here. And they can collaborate with other artists that they see. So if an event designer needs to collaborate with a, um, a photographer, this is where I want those people to meet, right? right. And if a, if a designer wants to collaborate with a web developer, then we've got those connections that can be made as well. So networking is extremely important, especially when you're in the art industry and, you know, you're kind of being judged on stuff that's coming out of your heart. You know, it's a little yeah. sensitive when, when we're in that. So yeah, you can use the magazine as a way to network yourself out by being visible, by being uh, out in the world. You know, we can all scream from our caves that we are artists, but unless you step out of that cave and let people know, nobody knows you're there. Very and true. then the prong two of that is um, is the advertisers that go in. So we want to have suppliers that are specific to this industry so that it can be that resource for people. So uh, suppliers being whoever supplies, you know, the creative community, whether it's Adobe or whether it's a paint company or it's an art supply shop or whatever, um, just being in connection with your audience is always a great thing. You need to be in, in the face of them so they know that you are out there as well. Very cool. Oh, and there's a third prompt. Okay. So we've, got, uh, we've got the columnists also. Yes, that, yes. Um, that are writing their expertise, their genius to support the creative community, but they can also use this magazine as a tool because we can use it as their lead generation. We can use it as their promotional piece. They can have sort of bragging rights that they're writing for a magazine, which is kind of fun. You know, we've all had interviews like this, which is great. Video is always, always amazing. Um, you can write your own book, which I've done. Oh dear. And it was a long, arduous process. So I discovered that shorter articles are much easier to write if you're not in, if you're, if writing is not your thing, you know, but you want to get in touch with your audience that way. So you don't have to necessarily write a 300 page book, you can participate in this program and this magazine. We come out quarterly. So it's four times a year, you're putting in an article that relates to the topic and the color of the book. Gotcha. So let me ask you this, people who are listening and saying, wow, that sounds like a great opportunity. I want to know more. I want to be a part of it. Who would be a good fit for the magazine as a columnist, as a contributor of some other sort, maybe even someone who wants to be a part of this collaboration piece? Who are you really looking for? Well, we do have um, quite a few columnists already, but what is missing, which is really driving me crazy, <laughs> are people who can help our readers get their word out into social media. So YouTube expert, Instagram expert, Facebook expert, LinkedIn expert, like I need people to write and actually give us ideas on how we can become more visible on these platforms, right? Oh, wow. yeah. um, it's important because I think artists tend to navigate towards Instagram 
And so they've got these beautiful feeds of their images. However, are they connecting with the right people to buy their images? You know, it's nice to have just a gallery of all of your stuff, but let's get out there. Let's get visible. And how can we do that? And what kind of um, creative ideas can you come up with to brand yourself just outside of being an artist? You know, like some artists are putting their work onto merchandise. You know, mm-hmm. I have one girl who was featured last month. She's got um, put her work on. It's a uh, a travel mug. Yeah. Um, on clothing, you know that oh, kind of stuff. So I need people who can help these artists get their work out into the world, whatever capacity that is. I mean, I'm saying Instagram or social media, but also like, is there somebody out there who can help them? monetize their artwork without you know impeding on their integrity as an artist not exploiting the artist that kind of thing um business growth we do have a wealth expert but it would be good to have a business coach out there who can specialize in um the creative community to help them actually um grow and expand their business in a different way right i love that Number one, you know, we talk often and I hear you often and I'm learning something about just, you know, you just based on what you just said today. So thank you for sharing that. I want to take a little bit of a turn, Amy, and, you know, because I see you and you're out there and your, you know, personality is big and you get to be on live all the time and all that kind of stuff. When someone takes a look, they probably make the assumption that you're like always been super confident and maybe you have. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> tell us a little bit about your confidence journey because a lot of what we're talking about people might listen and think, "Oh my god, I can't do that. I could never put myself out there." Tell us about the journey that you had to take to get to where you are right now. Oh man, I have to tell you, I was the girl who who came up with various illnesses in order not to do the speech portion of schooling. You know, like in our eighth grade, we have to get up in front of our class and pick a topic and do a speech. I think in seventh and eighth grade, we have to do that. And oh my God, my stomach would turn. I wouldn't know what to write. I would try and write the whole speech on the little cue cards instead of just the bullet point. Oh my God, it was terrible. And I couldn't draw a stick person. (laughs) Like, so my confidence level in the speaking, like speaking to somebody was not great. And my, I had no idea how I was going to do art for a living, but I just knew I was going to do it. So I worked with um, my dad, as I said, at the newspaper, and he is a big um, Zid Ziegler fan, you know, like he was one of those. He had every sales book on the market in our basement. And I was, I would kind of glance at them and think he was a bit dorky. But mm-hmm. of course now, you know, Zid is in my, is in my library. And oh my God, all the names of who he listened to are pretty much the same people I'm listening to right now. Right. Right. Um, and I can't remember a single name, but we all know. <laughs> I know. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so I began reading that kind of stuff. And he, my dad put us through a sales training. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I think I was 18 at the time. And he, the the guy had a very structured way of responding. And to me, it just felt so not natural, you know, like you're supposed to reply back in this exact way. And then, you know, they will say this and then you reply back with this exact way. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's got to be a better way to doing this. And so 
over the years of working in the corporate world and having to present, you know, as sick to my stomach as I was in front of my peers, uh, a, a project that I was working on or something like that, it just took time. Yeah. And I didn't know what I had as um, as a human, you know, like I always felt that everybody else had more experience than me or that they were more qualified than me or, you know, I'm sure lots of the people that are watching right now have the inferiority complex of, you know, not really fully believing in their own personal power. So I've done a lot of work around personal development, um, self-love. This whole color system that I work with has just taken me on a journey through every possible aspect of myself that that I could ever want to dig up and wallow in <laughs> and yeah. overcome. But, you know, you just have to find the right tribe. You have to find the people that believe in you and, and encourage you to just trust that that all is well in the universe and everything is perfect. And you can you can only do as good as you can at the space that you're at. And once you know more, you do more, right? Wow. Well, Amy, tell us a little bit about who do you really believe that you're uniquely gifted to serve? I mean, we know the types of people you're looking for to kind of participate in some way in the magazine. But if there's someone listening who really probably needs to get in touch with you, who would that person, what would they look like? What kind of person would that be? Well, if they want to listen to my long, drawn out, boring story of how this all happened, you know, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, you know, doing the readings, the color readings for people, doing the um, on in the numerology and color, it has. I love doing those. I love talking to people who are sort of lost. They're in transition. They're going from corporate to entrepreneur, or they're going from divorce to single, or they're going from being a you know all full time parent to being an empty nester. That kind of thing. I love people in transition mm -hmm. because the world is their oyster at that point. Everything they hear is like, oh my God. So then after I talk to people, it's like now I got to rein them back in because they're so excited that they um, they just want to go and do too much stuff. So we have to kind of focus in on what they want to focus on. Yeah. But um, I love, yeah, I love talking to people who are in transition and I love, I love working with graphic designers. So taking in the adding in this numerology and color into my uh, branding business has given me an opportunity to carry on a conversation with somebody at a networking event where initially it would be, what do you do? You know, we say, what do you do? What do you do? Whatever. And, and I say, I'm a graphic artist. And previously it'd be like, oh, you know, my sister's a graphic artist or my brother or brother-in-law or whatever. And I would have to do like that sad Charlie Brown walk away. <laughs> All right, you've already got one. I can't compete with your sister or your brother, right? So being unique by adding this service into my business has allowed me to carry on a conversation and I can now talk about color. Like, okay, that's awesome that your, your sister is a graphic designer. How do you feel about adding a little bit of your soul into your brand story? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, what? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I can do the color analysis for them and then they can take that color analysis to their graphic designer. Got it. So other graphic designers, which there are a million of us and I mm -hmm. get that. So right. we need to be unique in some way. We need, you know, focusing in and finding your niche has always been like a thing in um, any sales development, like find your niche and then target those people. 
and that's just it. I had to find my niche and my niche is bridging a, a level of awakening and spirituality into business. So tell us how people can reach you and um, what is the, you know, what is the easiest way for someone to say, hey, I'm interested in any of the different ways that you mentioned people can participate. What's the best way for them to reach you? Well, I'm on Facebook under Messenger. So Amy Bell is on Messenger. That's always a good way to get me. My email, which I assume you'll be putting in the, um, in the comments below or in the, the write-up, but they can go through you because we yeah. know each other. So, you know, that's always a good way. But yeah, the website for the magazine is United Colors of Design mag.com. So uh, there's a ways to connect with me on there as well. Perfect. And so I'm going to ask you all that are listening, we would love to hear if you heard about Amy here on the Networking School podcast, make sure you let us know. I'd love to know what kind of feedback you all have, because I know you learned something fantastic about Amy today. And I want to tell you, if you've not seen the magazine, go get it now. It is gorgeous. It is helpful. And I guarantee you're going to want to be a part of it. So Amy, I want to say thank you so much for being not only part of this um, podcast, but being part of my life, part of my business. And I'm looking forward to continuing to work together and seeing what happens for you in the future. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Make sure you head over to tishtimes.com to take my complimentary quiz to determine if you are ready for big sales in your business. Frequently, we say things like, I want to make more money, I want to increase my revenue, but we don't always have the things necessary to receive big sales in our business. Once you complete your quiz, you'll have an opportunity to schedule time to debrief with me so we can talk about what needs to happen for you to really increase your revenue in your business. Don't forget that networking is the entry point to your sales process. And so you want to make sure that not only are you networking well, but you have the things in place to make big sales in your business. Make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the other wonderful places where you get your podcasts. I would be so grateful if you left a review of the show and also make sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. I can't wait to see you next week here on Networking School.